grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word I'll be reflecting on, if God is for us, who could be against us? You can be seated. So uh, many of you know that I uh, grew up on the West Coast. Many of you may not know that West Coast Lutheranism is a little different in practice than Midwest Lutheranism. Actually, when I went to the seminary, I was told, uh, be ready for a culture shock. All right? Just, just know. I mean, one of them was the fact that we actually get to have a service on, on New Year's Eve. I was 33 years old before that happened. I was in the seminary, or graduating from the seminary. Pretty special that we get to be here tonight, right? And, and there wasn't there a time where we had more than one service. And so, huh, just makes you wonder, is the world changing? Are our, our needs changing? No, we, we just got done opening up this worship service with a song that, that had one of these verses, verse 2. Before the cross subdued, we bow to you our prayer addressing, recounting all your mercies now and all our sins confessing, beseeching you this coming year to keep us in your faith and fear and crown us with your blessing. Are you able to look back at 2018 and see God's hand of blessing upon your life? That was a prayer that Pastor Brandt shared with me as, as we gathered just before worship started. May the people be able to recall the blessings of God at work in their lives in 2018 and the past. And then may they be able to see your presence in 2019. And I think that's why we're here, is to recognize the fact that we have an amazing God. That no matter how the world seems to be going, we are here to say thank you. Thank you for seeing us. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for all of your blessings. I had a conversation with uh, one of our members who was homebound. Gave her communion just before Christmas this time. And she said, Pastor, this is not my world anymore. And I can, I can understand why she was saying that. Cell phones, smartphones, all these technology gadgets, uh, different things, the the way uh, shows reveal different things on, on TV that really are, are supposed to be for, for marriage and marriage only. Um, there's just a lot that, that makes people wonder. And yet God is still here, even though he does not always feel like that. I know right now we are, are facing a, a political time where our, our nation's a mess. Government shutdowns and, and a whole other bunch of stuff that's happening. And maybe, maybe that is too far out because you have too many other things going on in your world. Maybe 2018 was one of those ones you just want to put on the shelf. For me, I'm actually glad 2018, and I'd never want to wish away the days that God has given me. 2018 was a time where I got called to be a dad as I was able to adopt my little foster daughter. So even that one blessing, how powerful that was. I, I pray you're able to look back and see even one blessing that God at work in your lives. And, and, I, and I recognize that some of you, that you may be saying, you know, there was, 2018 was, was just like what was read in, in, in Romans 8, where it was more like tribulation and distress. Uh, 
Maybe you underwent persecution for your Christian faith. Maybe there was a famine of love or something in, in your own family, nakedness, you were exposed or shamed. Maybe there was danger. And maybe it didn't make much sense to you. Because you have called yourself a Christian all your life, and, and you wonder, isn't it supposed to be easy when we follow Jesus? And, and we know deep down, no, it's not. We, we may ask ourselves, shouldn't he be with us when the world seems to be falling apart? When the world seems to be ignoring him? Did any of you receive a Christmas card with a phrase that went, Merry everything this year? Everything goes. And Christ is minimized. Is it going to get worse? What's next year going to bring? We're only a couple hours away from, from 2019. We need something to keep us anchored and firm in our faith and in our journey. The days that God allows us on this side of paradise. We need something that's going to help us navigate the storms, the uncharted waters, or if you want to follow the text, the trouble, the hardship, the persecution, the scarcity, the danger, the violence, and yes, even the loss of loved ones. Maybe you do fear some potential peril. Maybe you feel and fear some loss of health or loss of wealth or loss of loved ones or something that's going on. So what is going to anchor you? What is it that you can look to to say, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I will be okay. No matter what the world throws at me. Blessedly, the scriptures give us something. A way of being anchored in, in something truthful. A way of being anchored to our Lord, our God. That can make sense of all of these times. Today, as we get set to leave 2018 and enter into 2019, we can look to God for, for this help to navigate us through these, these storms. This anchor involves a date and time in human history, and wouldn't you know it, we just celebrated it. Christmas, right? Didn't we just celebrate Christmas? Actually, it still is Christmas in the church here, so Merry Christmas. Ah, oh, come on, folks. <laughs> The date isn't Christmas 2018. The date that you can be anchored in is Christmas 2018 years ago. The day that our Lord took on human flesh. The day that our Creator came and dwelt and lived among us. That's a date that you can hold on to. Actually, we've been anchoring around that date in our calendar system for years. I, I know scientists have changed this, but for many of us, we, we follow this BCAD calendar, right? AD stands for Anno Domini, which is Latin for the year of the Lord, the year that the Lord came in the flesh, the, the babe coming 2,018 years ago. And every year before that timeline is before Christ. Every year after that is after the Lord appeared. We're anchored in it already. Every time we look at a calendar, we, we, we see it. God came. All of the world declares it, at least in nature, that we have a, a creator. And that creator took on human flesh and lived our life, and, and it's a beautiful thing. 
Now consider this. Think about all of the leaders that you know about. I was going through a devotion just before Christmas, and and there was a thought that just jumped out at me, and, and, and I want to share it with you. Consider this. When we honor historical figures, we don't think of them as babies, right? Do you think of Abraham Lincoln as an itty-bitty baby in his Kentucky cabin? Do you think of Martin Luther King Jr., the civil rights leader, as an itty-bitty baby or a voice for freedom and the things that he did in his adult life? Yet there is one leader, one that came, where we actually pause and we reflect on his birth. And the scriptures actually tell us about it. Angels declare it. Shepherds go see him and wise men worship him. See, Christmas Christmas is the day that we can hold on to. The, The fact that Jesus came and he took on human flesh that changes everything for us. Why is Jesus different? Because he's our God. He's our creator. He's our Lord. He's our, he's our savior. And he's promised that if he is for us, what can stand against us? Think of this, this New Year's night. Think of the mission of our Lord told in scripture. I'm going to just let you reflect on these for just a little bit. Romans 8.32, God did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. Reflect on that for just a bit. God didn't spare his son. He came for you. He came for me. John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The greatest gift that each one of us has been given. 2 Corinthians. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. God doesn't number your sins. He's actually promised as far as the east is from the west, I'll remember them no more. He has appeared for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Jesus did away with the consequences of our sin. This one life made all the difference in the world because Christ delivered us from sin, from condemnation, and from death. And it's the only way that we can make sense of our life is to lean into him. This Christmas also allows us to make sense of our future. And on New Year's Eve and on the days when we look to the future, we don't know what the future holds, right? But isn't it said that we know who holds the future? You remember the message of the angels to the shepherds? Fear not. For today in the city of David is born unto you a Savior. The one who loves you, the one who created you, the one who went to the cross for you, went to the grave for you, and rose from that grave for you, now watches over you and walks with you, even right now. He's the Lord of history. He's the God of all ages. He's your creator. We don't know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. And the one who holds the future is our Heavenly Father. And so we can be bold to hold on to the promises that he gives us in Romans. 
What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is it to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, and more than that, was raised. He's at the right hand of God, and he's indeed interceding for us. He can see us, and he knows exactly where we are. He invites us to follow and trust in him. There's a story of a storm brewing in the plains. A dad and his son are trying to make their way to the shelter. It's one of those basements where you have to go outside, open up the storm cellar, and jump down into it. Dad gets out, opens the door, lowers himself in, and looks up to his son and says, Son, come on. But it's too dark, Dad. I can't see you. But I can see you, son. Jump. And the little boy jumps and lands in the arms of his dad, safe and secure. And the storm goes by, and they are unscathed. That's what Jesus did for us when the storms of this life try to take our joy or or rob us of of our very lives. Jesus says, no, I have you. My arms did not fail. There's nothing that will separate us from my love. Does it mean 2019 is going to be easy? Does it mean 2019 is not going to have its own challenges? No, the world is still broken. And we carry in our bodies a sinful nature that we put to death on a regular basis, daily. Remembering our baptism. Because here, a lot of us have this, oh, we have Christ dwelling in our hearts. But you know what? We are baptized into Christ Jesus. What does that mean? We are in Christ. Not that he's just dwelling in our hearts. We are in him. We are in the one that conquered the world. We are in him that conquered sin, death, and the grave. We are, we are in him who is bigger than anything that life can throw at us. We are in him who holds us safe and secure. God's love will prevail. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword? We are, for your sake, being killed all the day long, regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor any height or depth, nor anything else in all creation would be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We are anchored in Christ. And we didn't do the work. Jesus did the work for us. He's holding on to us. And you can count on that love now and in 2019 and for the years to come all the way into eternity. And it's all because of the great love that our Heavenly Father had for us in sending Jesus. It's all because of this moment, Christmas, which eventually led to Easter, the conquering of sin, death, and the grave. So we can leave this place one more time saying, Merry Christmas, right? You almost believe it. (laughs) Have a blessed new year. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and lives in Christ Jesus.
Amen.